0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us in yet another Overcast Day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Gary Watkins, Chief Executive of ServiceWorks Global, a global provider of financial management, property, and integrated workplace management software. Gary, Hello. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. Thank you for coming on the program. Uh, We might as well dive straight in. What does the word leader mean to you? Leader means uh, setting clear, meaningful targets for
1: for our staff, uh, ensuring we bring our clients along with us. So for me, it's making up of uh, setting financial goals, uh, personal growth and
0: strategic growth for the company. Mhm mhm. And how would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: I lead by example, um, or try to coach from the team that we have to get the best out of them, um, so that we can present a collaborative way of working with our clients.
0: It is very important to foster that collaborative environment, uh, of course, within a workplace. But uh, it, it doesn't always come off. Sometimes, uh, as people are fallible and they uh, they cannot be at their best at some points. Um, how do you deal with conflict within the uh, workplace?
1: The first part of conflict is really understanding that the the issues that uh, uh, one individual or group of individuals may have. So it's it's sitting down in a constructive way, uh, most importantly listening to the issues that they may have, Um, and then taking some time to review those, uh, gathering perhaps a bit wider from other members of the senior management team or those that may be able to assist, and then coming back with a um, a follow-up discussion so that we can resolve any issues that uh, that may still be there. Sometimes time heals things, so sometimes people see things in a different perspective. Um, so it may not always be the issue that once was, but we try to resolve things quickly, but in a constructive way. Uh, and certainly, as mentioned earlier,
0: collaboratively. And of course, communication, as you mentioned, is absolutely key for clear leadership. Um, Now, going back to an earlier point in your career, when you were first starting out in the world of work, was there any particular influence on you, whether it be an individual or a set of circumstances that formed the way that you lead today?
1: I try to take as much as I can from, from all of the leaders that I've worked with or have seen within the organization. Uh, my first employee was an IT company, and the managing director was well-known in uh, IT, and he was very well-known in uh, in climbing. So he had a, an interesting career. He uh, presented some shows for the BBC, um, and, and really and that was in the early stages of the 1980s, so around the benefit of... Uh, Of communications, the benefit of PCs, and like his name was Ian McNaught Davis. But I've learned from a number of other key managers along the way and directors that I've worked with. Um, Yeah, so I always try to pick up both the good and the not so good, uh, and see where I can apply the good and perhaps uh, shape out some of the bad elements of leadership that the good or, or may come into my way of working
0: now what would you say separates a good leader from a bad one
1: consistency uh, being able to listen being able to set goals and um, allow people to buy into that vision take people along with them yeah I'd say they were the key part of leadership
0: Now, of course, uh, our leadership journey changes over time. If you were able to speak to yourself a decade ago, what leadership qualities would you tell yourself to embrace and which ones would you tell yourself to uh, throw by the wayside?
1: It's a really good point. I think uh, leadership is uh, more collaborative now than it used to be. Um, Certainly as a global business, uh, understanding how different uh, cultures uh, adapt to leadership uh, and how leaders need to adapt to the different cultures mm-hmm. has a big impact. Um, recently, taking on a team in Sweden, and that's more of a consensus driven uh, way of working. So, leadership there is perhaps less direct than you'd have in other parts of the world. So, where we operate in Australia and Canada, uh, it's perhaps a bit more direct. So, you'd have conversations. You'd choose a particular path um, with consultation, and then we'll move into that path. In Sweden, it's a bit more collaborative. So you have discussion. We'll agree something. There may be then a further discussion. that then may be an agreement. There may even be a, a follow-up one after that. But I think it's just accepting there's different people, different cultures working in a different way and uh, accept leadership. In a in a way that's not consistent, perhaps with other parts of the
0: world. And would you say that there's a, a more effective way of doing business between the two? Whether the uh, the Swedish model is uh, any more or less effective than the model we use in this country or in North America?
1: I think it depends on the it depends upon the team that you have. Um, if you've got a a quicker consensus that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best consensus. Uh, So if you decide a a way to approach things, I think it's being flexible to say that may not be the path, although we set up on that path, that may not be the right path moving forward. Right. Um, So I think they both benefit from that, really.
0: Now, if I had to press you to identify the greatest leader, living or dead, who would that be?
1: I've got admiration for Churchill mm. latterly uh, the earliest stages uh, of his career not I guess the key part I would take from him is that he has clearly learned uh, from his mistakes and I'm a great advocate for that learning more from adversity so yeah I guess um, yeah, Winston Churchill would be the, uh, the one I'd go to Mahatma Gandhi mm Mm -hmm. more by consensus Um, uh, a calmer way of doing things but clearly a steadfast vision as to what he wanted to achieve making that goal very clear for everyone so uh, yeah in different ways I would see both of those as leaders
0: now if you uh, were half if you had to apply the leadership strategies of one of those two either Churchill or Gandhi within uh, the workplace which one would you choose?
1: I choose both of them within the appropriate circumstances. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if we needed to make a quick decision, um, then it would be the Churchill approach. If we had more time and uh, it needed to be more collaborative, it would be the Gandhi approach.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is very quickly drawing to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store for ServiceWorks Global?
1: Interesting period, uh, new products, uh, new marketplace, producing a uh, building lifecycle management solution. Uh, so really cutting edge, uh, but taking construction and linking that through to well design construction, through to operations and then the lifecycle of assets and buildings um, and then advancing into the linear assets, so the roads, railways and waterways. I think it's a really exciting time.
0: That sounds absolutely fantastic. And uh, Gary, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you. And I hope that you come back on the program in the near future and we can go further in depth on that subject. Gary, thank you. Thank you, Matthew. That was Gary Watkins, Chief Executive of ServiceWorks Global. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
3: Oh, there, there, are one or two people who are very familiar um, uh, who do Google me. Realise that I did uh, score nothing for Essex, uh, for, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool. A place called uh, uh, Egbert in in, uh, in Liverpool, many, many years ago, 1962, I think that was. So I didn't. And... Um, yes, I, I didn't really feel it. At the time it was lucky to be playing, I guess. Had one or two injuries. Um,
2: It can't be understated, no matter what form that comes in. When you were at West Ham, uh, Jeff, and when um, Ron Greenwood first uh, uh, came along, he made obviously some pretty radical changes. Was this a man that genuinely inspired confidence uh, the first time you'd meet him?
3: Absolutely. I mean, he, he was simply a, a fantastic uh, coach or teacher, if you like, at the football. And uh, the, the quite always mentioned when we talk about Ron Greenwood, how he read that um, I think there are instances of players who you thought would, would be in the team or certainly in the squad, and surprising they were not. There was no necessary reason for it. But looking mm-hmm. back, I do think that they were people that else didn't think wanted to be part of the group. Um, so that that's that for me. In terms of my personal view, I think that it looked prior to the um, World Cup that I was going to be playing in, um, a nasty guest to share um, on Jimmy Green's leg.
2: And I think what you've said there, uh, Jeff, as she does sum that up really well, and more than that, whilst it's important to have that someone in charge with those quantities, it's almost useless if there isn't a strong and unified team behind them. And there really must've been moments, Jeff, maybe there weren't, but uh, let us know in that 66 competition, the,
3: Which uh, was absolutely, but I can use that now because it, it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we another time then. But we. Um, uh, well, you want me? I, I think, can tell you if you sorry. want. You've want, you got time. I can tell I go, you if you want. Jeff, go on. Go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So I was
3: uh, doing it at a dinner in, in the channel lines, three or 400 people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honor. Mm-hmm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions. um, and completely uh, not think about their role as the boss of an organization. And I think that's, you're completely focused. You're always thinking about uh, things, thinking about improvements. And it's just dedication and uh, uh, attuning your life to being successful.
2: Excellent. Well, Jeff, on that point, thank you very much for joining us today.
3: You're welcome. good to, it's nice to have a talk about this and just go over this, go with the past and just, uh,